Welcome to Volunteer Friendly episode 13, pouring into each other and other weird things we say. Hey everybody, this is Will Doggett. Thanks for joining me uh, for the Volunteer Friendly show, a show from, from studio to stage. And this show is all about thought-provoking questions, comments, things, uh, statements, uh, things that you can contemplate on your own and then process together with your team. If you're a worship leader, production person, someone involved in making church services happen on a Sunday, then this show is for you. My goal with this show is not to provide a platform for me to provide uh, and teach my personal ministry philosophy. Uh, no one wants to hear that, to know that. But the goal is to provide a question that we can all process together that hopefully we leave with a little bit of tension um, each week after after listening to the episode, each episode is less than 10 minutes. So it's super easy to dive in, uh, get the question process on your own and then share with your team. Uh, for today's episode, I wanted to talk about the weird things that we say. In particular, I'm talking about weird things that Christians say, uh, things like pouring into each other, things like we're doing life together statements and things that if you said to someone outside of your circle, that's either doesn't go to your church or someone that's not a Christian may not understand and makes, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I, I think the, the, the goal here in thinking through this is just the idea of, um, saying things like that to people that aren't in our circle, they can feel isolated, right? They can feel left out. Um, they can not understand what the heck we mean by pouring into each other. They can not understand what the heck we mean by saying, Hey, are you in a group doing with people doing life together? And they go, what are you talking? What does doing life together mean? That makes no sense to me. So we all have these phrases, these statements, these weird things like that, that, that seem weird to outsiders. And I'm exaggerating there. And for comic purposes, trying to pick something that's kind of silly that we can poke fun at. Um, but even comes to terminology like life groups, um, missional communities, um, a groups, uh, you know, whatever I've heard different terms, terms for different things. And when we say these things that make outsiders feel isolated, there's essentially two things we got to do, right? We either have to stop using those terms or that language or that phrase, or we have to define it clearly, uh, phrases and terms like that can have double meanings, right? We can have scenarios where you say something and they go, you do what? Uh, and, but then you go, Oh, that's what you mean by that. That makes perfect sense. One of my favorite kind of scenarios and situations was, uh, that I love telling as a, a, a prime example of my incredible leadership is, uh, years ago I was working at a school of worship in Florida and, uh, was leading a band. And so we'd have these little bands, groups of students would get together and, uh, the band I was leading in particular, they were working on a song. So we're going throughout the song and we got to the, towards the end of the song. And I said, all right, guys, this sounds great. Um, you know, stop here for a second. Everything sounds really good, but here's what I want you to do. I want you to do the chorus one more time. Then I want you to diamond on the one at the end. Okay, here we go. Boom. And so they started, we're playing, let's say we're in the key of G and they got to the end and they uh, hit a C chord. And I'm like, no, 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 guys, come on, try it again. Let's try, you know, the last four measures. Um, at the end though, I want you to diamond on the one. And so they did it again. Of course they messed up. So, uh, again, being the incredible leader that I am, I just raised my voice and said louder, guys, come on diamond on the one at the end of this diamond on the one. So they do it again. And again, naturally they fell. And I think maybe this one on one, two more times. So eventually one person in the band, she raised her hand and she said, what does diamond mean? And what does one mean? And in that moment, I realized I was using terminology and phrases I was used to, but I had not taken the time to define those terms and phrases for them. And so I just took a second and say, okay, 
By one, I mean the first chord of our scale. So we're in the key of G. Uh, for, for example, you guys were ending on C, and so C is our four chord. But what would the one chord be in the key of G? And as soon as I said that, I went G. I'm like, yeah, perfect. So I want you to end on the G. So now for the diamond term, basically it's like a natural number thing. It just means basically hit it and hold it. And we're going to be at the end, so just kind of hit the G chord, let it ring out, and we're good. So after I defined that and I defined the terms that we were using and, and we had a shared set of language that we could use to communicate, they started the song again. And guess what happened this time? They diamond on the one, right? So I always like sharing this story because it's just a reminder of, of that language was very common to me. It was very common for me uh, in the background I came from, in the musical background I came from. But for those particular folks in that particular moment, it was not language they were used to using. So the same way they, you know, might look at me for saying, um, you know, I really want to pour into you. Um, they, and look at me, odd, like, wait, what, what's happening here? I don't want any part of this. They looked at me and said, what the heck is diamonding on the one mean? Like that makes no sense to me. So I think it's super important for us, particularly as we're working with teams as we're uh, moving into a new environment. Maybe you're at a new church. Maybe you um, just got hired there, you know, uh, pretty recently. And this is your first time there. I think it's super important to um, one is the person on the receiving end of the weird comment or statement go, what does that mean? You know, don't be so proud and have so much pride to not be afraid to go, Hey, what the heck does that mean? Uh, because as soon as you answer that question, I can guarantee you other people in the room with you have the same question, but they're too afraid to ask. And so you can be the one that's bold enough to go, what the heck does that mean? But two, for those of us that are in a position of leadership, I think it's, I think it's a good reminder for us to think about the, the, the language we use, the phrases we use, the, uh, the things we use, the church I'm at here in Austin, for example, they don't really say order of service. They don't say, let's talk through the service. They don't say, let's talk through the experience. They say, let's talk through the liturgy. What's the liturgy for this Sunday? That's a term that uh, isn't unique in a church world, right? A lot of liturgical churches, a lot of churches use that term. And you wouldn't necessarily look at this church and go, they're a church that would have liturgy, but it's a term they use. And in other situations I've been in, again, that would be order of service. That would be, let's talk through our experience this morning. Um, so it's going to change based on where you are. But I think it's super important for us as leaders to go, what's the language we use? And if we take in the time to define that language with our team. So now let's talk about those three processing questions. Well, in this episode, the way we do every episode of the Volunteer Friendly Show, which is three processing questions that the goal is for you to process on your own and then two, to discuss with your team. Uh, to make it easier for you, if you head to volunteerfriendly.com, look for episode 13, you'll find uh, the uh, free downloadable PDF that you can download of um, uh, the questions for this particular episode so that you can, again, one, uh, process on your own and then two, discuss with your team. So here's our questions for today. Number one, what language do we use that isolates outsiders? That's maybe difficult for you to answer because you're an insider, you're, you're in the club, but I want you to think about things that are unique to you comparing to previous experiences you've had. Is there, are there previous experiences where you go, now that I think about it, this is the first place, this is the first church that I've been at that caused a service and experience as opposed to a church service. That's kind of weird. Could that be isolating to outsiders? And again, I'm not trying to make a value judgment here. I'm not trying to say it's bad. I'm just trying to say by it being a unique term or something that's maybe not normal or different, it's going to be isolating. Um, and we can get around that. Number one, what language do we use that isolates outsiders? Number two, what words, terms, phrases 
does our team use? What words, terms, phrases does our team use? And this kind of goes hand in hand with one. One maybe has a bit of an implication of it being bad. I don't fully mean for that to be. But number two, what words, terms, phrases does our team use? Again, think about uh, we say experience instead of service, or we say liturgy instead of order of service. Um, um, Think through those things. And then number three, this applies to that. How do we define those terms, those phrases, those words? How do we define those terms? So maybe you say liturgy. Do you have like a a Google doc somewhere that says liturgy equals um, elements uh, on a Sunday service so that someone new that's coming to your team, a new volunteer, a new staff member, maybe even um, can be given this Google doc. And they basically have this onboarding experience where they're going to fully understand um, what these terms mean. They're going to feel a part of it. They're going to understand and not feel isolated. So um, I hope those questions help. Again, download that free PDF. You can go to volunteerfriendly.com. Look for episode 13. You can download that free PDF to contemplate these questions on your own and then process and discuss them with your team. Um, Thanks for joining me this week for this week's episode. We'll be back next week, Thursday, 10 a.m. Central. We continue this conversation, hopefully uh, stir up some things in you, make you, you know, have a little tension, make you really think about why you're doing the things that you do. Uh, And we'll see you next week, Thursday, 10 a.m. Central. Thanks for joining me. Take care, y'all. Bye.